Hello. Welcome to the Stubborn Tortoise Podcast. I'm Donna Pazdera. Um, wow. So I uh, I did a race yesterday, which, which we would be Saturday. Let's see if I can actually talk. Um, and I uh, it went pretty well. Um, it was a real confidence booster. And um, I, I have some theories about that, um, which I'll talk about. But um, yeah, it was the Jalapeno 100 um, race, which... Normally they hold it in, um, August <laughs> starts at high noon and then people can go anywhere from a 10 K to a hundred miler and each loop is a 10 K. So, um, fairly straightforward. Um, but because of all the problems we've had this year with races and whatnot, um, this was held, you know, early November, which made the Temperatures, you know, much more tolerable. Um, although I have to say it was a fairly warm afternoon. Um, it was like around 80, I think, or something like that. And we had full sun, but I don't know, for some reason it didn't seem so bad. And, um, I think probably after a really hot summer, I don't think it was humid yesterday either, or particularly humid. So I think that, I don't know, somehow that seemed to make a difference. And, um, yeah, as I said, this is this is held on a ranch outside of Houston, probably about an hour outside of Houston, and it's um pretty uh a pretty nice place. Um I think it's called the 7 IL Ranch. I hope I'm saying that right, but I've never been out there and it's in a place called Cat Springs, Texas. So, um and it's a little off the beaten track, but you know, mainly off of I10. Um so, yeah, I kind of signed up for this race on a whim last week and um was kind of glad I did I was like well I need it I need a long run and so I figured if I sign up for the 30k and that's almost 19 miles I thought well that'll keep me honest you know and 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 it did and, and I'll tell you what it's it's so much easier to get in long mileage if you are doing an organized event of some sort just because um well you've got aid stations you got other people around and that's something else I want to mention to you I have been to at least two or three types of races so far. Um, I did that Texas two-way torture test um, a couple of months ago. And, you know, that was all right. I mean, it's a small race. Um, you had to wear masks, you know, at the start finish, you know, but outside of that, it really wasn't particularly, um, you know, structured or anything like that. Um, and then Tejas trails, um, the ones that I volunteered at and then, that participated in, um, they, they do it a little differently in that they have, um, these rolling starts and depending on, you know, the size of the race or whatever, they may do it over the course of three days where you can, you know, sign up for a, a one hour window on, you know, a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Um, and then they have certain cutoffs and whatnot. And, um, the, the only issue was that, um, most Tejas races are not doing aid stations or they're just kind of offering water. And, um, although Cactus Rose did have a couple of, um, aid stations with people and food and things like that. So that kind of made it nice. Um, I just happened to find my experience with Cactus Rose, just sort of a, as I've mentioned, it was kind of a lonely experience and I, I don't know. I think that might've been part of the reason I ended up DNFing other than the fact that my brain was just shot. But, um, yeah. So the one I did yesterday, which is a trail racing over Texas, uh, organized event. Um, I kind of like this one because they started the hundred mile and the hundred K at noon 
And um, everybody just had to wear a mask at the start finish. And then um, whenever you went into an aid station and everybody needed to be six feet apart at the start, but we had a mass start. And then um, the people um, like me uh, in the 10K, 20K, 30K, and 50K all started at 1215. Um again, a similar manner. Um, and what made it nice? I mean, honestly, I was, I just was, I just felt normal again. Um, or sort of normal, um, without the, although I have to say it's sort of challenging to whip out your mask as you're approaching an aid station or the finish line, cause you're trying to breathe and it's like, Oh God, I gotta put this thing on. But anyway, um, yeah, so I, uh, I just, I don't know. I just like the vibe better. It just felt more like a, you know, a standard issue race. And, um, yeah. And the other thing about that is that, um, they did have an aid station. It, again, it's a 6.3 mile course, I think. And there is an aid station three miles out and then you've got one at the start finish. So it was perfect. I mean, you know, I like looped races and I kind of like the shorter, I'm so different from Nancy in this way. Um, my friend Nancy that I interviewed the other day, cause she kind of likes these bigger loops and I'm just like, Oh, um, I just like it. Cause you get, you know, you're closer to, you know, start finish and, and, you know, you've got like a little midway, you know, thing to look forward to. Um, but yeah, it wasn't bad. And, um, so I don't know. I just, I kind of like that style better. I mean, this isn't to, to criticize Tejas at all. Cause you know, I, I, there's a lot of things I do like about how they handle the races, um, especially the rolling starts and things like that. Um, but again, I, I think in my experience, that one was more lonely for me, but I think that's because I also started like on a Friday morning and, you know, not too many people are going to be trying to start a race on a Friday morning. So yeah, for what it's worth, but, um, love them all, love them all. So, um, so this course, um, yeah, it's really amazing. It, it was such a confidence booster and it kind of restored my faith in that. Yes, Donna, you still have it. You can run, you know, and so <laughs> we took off and, um, it's, you know, just pretty much open single track. Um, lots of sand. Oh my God. I mean, I knew going in that there was a lot of sand, but I just was picturing more of like a kind of very, I don't know, sort of a shallow sand sort of thing going on, you know, and, you know, cause sometimes you'll run into that at races depending on where they're held. Well, this was sort of like baby sand dune kind of sand. <laughs> it was like running on a beach, but not the nice hard packed stuff. Okay. It was more like the, um, you know, really challenging stuff. <laughs> So there would be times when, you know, you had to hike it, but you know, I'm going to tell you what, I would take that and the semi-flat nature of courses like that over these stupid rocks and hills any day. I just, I don't know. It's not my thing. I don't like those things. And I guess I just have to, I think from here on out, I'm just going to have to start playing to my strengths and just, you know, not try to be superwoman, which of course I am not, but you know, I just, anyway, yeah. So this thing, um, it's, it's a lot of sand and I was all the people, it was really funny. Cause when we started, I always start toward the back just because I, I know my place. And, um, but there must, I think there's a lot of 10 cares and they were all hiking it. I was like, geez, you guys are doing a 10 K what's up with that? You know, but I mean, I wasn't judging anyone, but I was like, okay, cool. And I ran into these ladies and they were 
you know, getting through the course and this one woman, you know, I, I asked her what her distance was and she's like 10 K and I'm like, Oh wow. And she goes, yeah, it's really Sandy. And then there's a water crossing. I'm like, Oh God. <laughs> and I told her I was doing the 30 K and she, she and her friends are all like, Oh God. I'm like, no, no, don't say that. Cause I'll, I'll be really honest with you. My mindset was good. I was like feeling good. Um, you know, I think, um, you know, again, the day was nice, um, much lower elevation. I mean, I think the elevation, like the highest elevation there is like 300 feet, so which sounds ridiculous, but, um, it's a big difference from starting at like 900 to 1300 feet, like, you know, over here. So, um, I just felt like I could run. I was, you know, I mean, it wasn't breaking land speed records, but I mean, there were times when I was, you know, doing a pretty steady, you know, 11 minute mile or even, you know, below that. Now, of course, the times when I walked really affected my pace. So, and, and I did hike a fair amount, but not, not as much as I thought I might. So, but yeah, the, the first loop, it was just like all these people hiking and, um, I guess they just didn't care, you know, I mean, they're just out there to have fun, which was cool, you know, it was nice, but, um, but yeah, the sand was pretty bad. It was in my shoes all the time and I had to keep dumping out the sand. It was, ugh, God. Um, but yeah, so there's like this midway, um, aid station and, oh my God, the other nice thing that they had was ice. Oh my God, I was so happy. Um, that's one of the, again, this is not a criticism of Tejas or anything like that, but it's something I've noticed though, that they're not able to do ice as such, um, just because of, you know, the restrictions that they've adopted. And, um, I have to say yesterday, it was really nice getting, you know, ice put in my bottle, um, you know, with my, either my Gatorade or water, you know, so I could just, <laughs> just kind of kept it cold longer. And yeah, it was a sort of a nice little treat. So, um, but anyway, so I, uh, I, did, I, you know, I felt pretty good. I mean, it was a nice experience. Um, and I, uh, came in on my first loop and I can't remember how long it took me. I want to say maybe an hour and a half, maybe a little more. Um, and you know, I felt pretty good about that. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, doing okay. And, um, and then my friend Agatha was there. Um, she was volunteering and, um, she, <laughs> she's so cute. She sees me and she's like, okay, what can I get for you? I'm like, oh, wow. And so I gave her my bottle and I'm like, let's try some, you know, either water or Gatorade because I was kind of alternating them. I only brought one bottle because I figured for three miles I didn't need two bottles, which made sense, you know. Um, anyway, um, yeah, so I, you know, made my circle around over the mat and pretty much, you know, just like grab some Coke and I don't know, I don't think anything else really. I, oh, a banana. That's what I grabbed. And anyway, so yeah, so I did that and I uh, went back out of my second loop feeling pretty strong and, you know, pretty optimistic because I think three loops is probably about the most I'd want to do out there um, just because of the sand. It, it, you know, that could, that kind of got a little bit challenging at times, but, um, but yeah, the water crossing wasn't a big deal. It, it really wasn't. Um, Although I did see a couple people kind of slide uphill. Um, so there's that, but you know, it, it wasn't anything like some races I've done where you're just sort of like you step in there and it's like, you know, and you're like, Oh God. Yeah. I remember when I did my first 50 miler at wild hair a few years ago. Um, it had been raining all week and I just remember st stepping in this, what I thought was a shallow, you know, uh, 
you know, puddle or whatever. And it's like my foot just went all the way down and it was like, I was almost up to my shins, you know, in water. And it was, oh God, yeah, I don't think I had dry feet that whole race. But anyway, that was another story for another time. And, um, yeah, so I mean, it was, uh, I, you know, when I was using my, my phone, um, couldn't find my iPod. So anyway, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, so I was listening to podcasts and then listening to, you know, playlists and then, you know, just suggested music. And then I went back to a podcast and then I noticed that my battery was about to die. So yeah, for the last couple of miles or so, I just took it, took out the headphone and, or the uh, earpiece, sorry. And, um, you know, just did my thing. And yeah, so it was really cool. It was a good experience. Um, um, try, yeah, I think it was very affirming though, because it was like, God, I did, I felt like I could actually run. It didn't feel like a big struggle yesterday. Um, I mean, there were times when I got kind of dizzy and woozy. Um, but I think some of that was just cause I wasn't eating a lot. Um, I do remember at the end of my second loop, I grabbed a bit of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, which I was really excited about, but the bread was kind of stale. And that happens as somebody who's worked aid stations. Sometimes, uh, you know, when bread is left, you know, standing, you know, out in the open for a while, <clears throat> it will get stale and, you know, it's fine. You know, at that point I just didn't care. Um, I think the one thing that saved me, um, was I did a gel, um, a chocolate goo. And, um, those are really good by the way. And, um, that seemed to perk me up a bit and, you know, it's just enough sugar and carbs and whatnot to kind of power me through. So I, I really wasn't, you know, the second loop of course was a little harder just because it was the middle one, but you know, again, I, I really didn't feel that bad. And I was like taking pictures and shooting video and, um, <laughs> playing tourist, but, um, but yeah, so it was, it was a really fun experience and, um, you know, and it was, I mean, I didn't really have any other friends that I knew of that were out there. So it was just sort of like, you know, chatting people up here and there. And, um, but again, it just sort of felt like a normal race, you know, when people were, um, you know, being supportive and, and, and whatnot. <laughs> so, um, trying to think of what else ran into a guy who's, well, he, well, he had gray hair. Okay. So I'm going to assume he's a little older <clears throat> and he had, this was his longest run. He was doing the 50 K out there. And I'm like, Oh man, he's like, well, I'll be out here for a while. You know? And I was like, Oh yeah. Cause we finished our second loop around the same time. And then I think I got ahead of him cause he was just hiking it. And, um, but apparently he'd, he had had back surgery. Um, I think the year before. So, I mean, this was, you know, his longest run since then. And so, um, that was pretty admirable. Um, yeah, I mean, nobody seemed like they were, you know, in bad spirits or, you know, anything like that. It just, it just had a really good vibe to it. And, um, yeah, so I just, I really enjoyed it and, um, we'll definitely do that again if it's not starting in August. Um, <laughs> that's, I might have to draw the line about the heat. Um, but yeah, it was just a, a really lovely experience. And, um, you know, I, I, uh, I highly recommend that place. Um, just make sure that you wear gaiters, you know, which are these things that can go over your shoes and attach, um, cause it helps keep the sand out. Cause man, I got a couple of pretty decent blisters on my toes, um, which normally I do not get blisters. And yeah, I came home last night and I had to dump out half the course that was left in my shoes. <laughs> and I looked at my foot and it was like, Oh yuck. I got this big honking blister on my big toe. And, uh, and then I had another one on my other big toe, I think it was my big toe, but anyway, yeah. So I, 
managed to bring home <laughs> some souvenirs from the course. <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah, so there's that. Um, so what else? And then wild hair, a uh, couple Saturdays from now and looking forward to that. And um, I think I mentioned this last week, I'm planning on doing Tinajas uh, up at Colorado Bend State Park, um, <laughs> AKA Satan's driveway. Um, <laughs> just doing the half marathon there, but, uh, and I'm signing up for the Rocky 50 K that's my, my new goal race. And I think I've mentioned that in the past. Um, yeah, but well, that's because, uh, Brazos Ben got canceled. And, uh, so I was just like, well, crap, I guess I'll just, <laughs> there, there's like one or two other races that day. So I was like, well, let's do, let's do Colorado Bend. Why not? You know, and I think I'm going to volunteer also. And, um, yeah, so yeah, so I got some volunteering stuff coming up, doing races, um, staying home at Christmas and, you know, Thanksgiving, et cetera. Um, one thing I am signed up for, um, I did it kind of on a whim last week. Um, the 10 junk miles people. Yes. Here I am plugging Scott's podcast again. Um, they are having a, uh, world's longest Turkey trot and it's like 50 bucks and it's a fundraiser for ALS and, um, you get four days to run as many miles as you possibly can. And, um, so I was like, wow, I'm not really doing anything over Thanksgiving. So why not? Let's do it. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it sounds terrible, but I don't know. I, of course I have this like ambitious idea of trying to do like 15 miles a day or something like that, which for me is a lot, um, you know, especially over consecutive days. So we'll, we'll see how I do. Um, I think I need to go someplace where it's flat and then maybe I'll just feel happier that way. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't think I can do these ultras that are, you know, like out at Bandera, et cetera, anymore. I just, I think I'm kind of got it in my brain that I'm just not going to do those anymore and just stick to the shorter distances and, and, you know, save my, you know, long distance energy for the, the flattish stuff outside of Houston. And, um, that seems to be my strength. So, Got to play to that. Got to play to that. It's taken me a lot of years to figure that out, but um, yeah, so it's kind of cool. Um, trying to think if there's any other excitement happening in the world of running. Um, not really. Um, yeah, so I think overall, uh, to sum it up, uh, the the race yesterday was was really nice, and um, it was it made me feel better about my running and myself. And um, yeah, I never had any thoughts of quitting or anything like that. It was just I don't know. I think. I think it's the combination of having music and podcasts and we all got to be around each other and you know, maybe some aid station stuff. Um, it, it sort of gives you stuff to look forward to and you, you, you know, I would be a terrible like old school runner because you know, where you have to carry all your stuff because I've gotten to this point where I'm just such a baby about everything. It's like, no, I really want people to wait on me. I like that. It makes me feel better. Um, and conversely, I also like waiting on people too. So, I mean, there's that and it kind of goes both ways, but anyway, uh, that is all I have for now. I will see you next time.